Whether you're an amateur or professional cook, we can all agree that we love to be outdoors. So what if I told you there was a company that could enhance your outdoor cooking experience in any situation? Do I have your attention? Let me introduce to you Camp Chef. For my backyard barbecuers, their pellet smokers combined with its Wi-Fi technology and adjustable smoke levels is a total game changer. Not to mention their signature pellet dump, ash dump, and slide and grill features makes your pellet grill unlike any other. But wait, let's attach the one and only sidekick onto the side of that smoker powered by a 28,000 BTU burner and now we can griddle, grill, and even bake a pizza on your very own pizza oven. Do you like the camp, guys? Camp Chef's got you covered there, too. They provide a plethora of portable propane grills, griddles, and even portable pellet smokers, y'all. So go to CampChef.com and treat yourself to the highest quality cooking products out there to ensure that you, your family, and friends have the best food you've ever had anytime, anywhere. Camp Chef. y'all welcome back to another episode of that reload podcast i'm your host joel owner of reload rub and seasoning sitting across from me is jeremy the kitchen white law crustable suck <laughs> that's the name of our pit master and producer mr matt far <laughs> and last but not least the sweet and sassy sometimes salty miss stacy Hey, guys. Okay, another great episode coming in hot this week, guys. It's always great. We got a great guest. We're having uh, Ryan Lane from Lane's Barbecue on. We're going to be talking our partnership, our little collaboration we did with him for Father's Day, so stay tuned for that. And we're going to be talking all things rubs. Behind the scenes of like creating rubs, uh, using rubs, all things. Rubs. You think rubs are easy? We're about to shove it down your throat, bros. Oh, and gals. <laughs> I, I am. What? <laughs> I am really excited to have a real rub company on and see how like that real business is done. Uh, oh, super excited Jeremy, to see how that works. There's a giant ass I have, and you can kiss it. <laughs> you have a giant no. ass. I did, well, yeah, that's, it's, it's fair. And you still can kiss it. But let's do what we always do. Let's catch up. So I want to talk real quick. A quick little update about what we talked about last week with the new blend. Um, it's still out. We still have a few left, but if you want to get it, Get it while you can because it's going to be gone very soon. You guys said it's selling better than you expected, even, right? Why? Yes, way better. Uh, yeah, it's way better than I expected. Hence why Because there's a bigger. shortage. There's a yeah, shortage. There's a shortage. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, I love it. You know, people are picking up two, three, four at a time, you know, because they don't want to catch themselves in, like loving it and then ending up empty. So, uh, Really appreciate all of you guys going out and ordering, and you know it's not going to be here much longer. So I just made some steaks with it tonight. We did some uh, bacon wrapped fillets with it, and uh, turned out pretty fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did a the picanha roast that we got uh, from Mike Haltman. I, I sliced that up and did it Tarasco Tarasco style. There you go on the skewers uh, and tried it on that, and it was delicious. Oh, unbelievable! A, truly, a live fire cook. <laughs> was I mean, it was over charcoal. So yeah, yeah man, that's cool. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, and we just cooked it on New York strips, and oh, so uh, I mean, I I was blown away. Like it was our first time ever having the Haltemann skirt, or I'm sorry, Haltemann strip steaks, New York mm. strip. 
Oh yeah. Oh, blow, blew me out of the water. I mean, the I don't like chewing on fatty parts, but the fat that was on this strip steak just rendered down beautifully. It was so melt in your mouth and off the wall like flavor from the fat in it. Yes. And even in between some of the the pieces of the steak was just a little bit of that juicy, delicious fat. And so with that rub, amazing. So I was pretty happy with that. We, uh, me and Stacy and Ryan Lane made a beautiful baby. That is for damn sure. (laughs) 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 But let's, uh, let's talk about what's in front of us real quick. We got a beautiful pour of bourbon. Always got to start with a pour. That, that's part of the uh, the selection. When when last time you guys were up here that we uh, all uh, bottled up and sent with you guys. This is the new Riff Single Barrel. It smells yeah. good. It mm. Comes in at 106.4 proof. Now, Matt, you've had new, new Riff Single Barrel before, correct? Yep. I have a, a bottle that uh, was just from our local liquor store. So I, I should have saved a little bit of this back just so I could try it next to the other barrel oh, yeah, just yeah, to yeah. see how they compare. But I just poured the whole thing in my glass mm-hmm. because this is a podcast and that's what we do. <laughs> that is what we do. And and uh, Jeremy, you've never had this. I have not had it and I've been very okay. anxious to try it because this made our top 15 bourbons and I right. really wanted to try oh, it. Oh, I didn't realize you haven't tried it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. So I'm it's eager a, to hear what you think. Straight, salami. Salami. But it's a stri- straight bourbon sour mash whiskey. Oh, it's so good. It has like little rye tendencies to it. That is it does. just... Good. I think it's wow. got like 30, I think it's the mash bill is like 30% rye on it. So I wish it was on the bottle. I, don't, I, I looked for it. I didn't see it. It almost starts yeah. with like a citrusy taste to it though. Like it's like very, yeah. it's very mm-hmm. like refreshing. Um, yes. And like yes. it hits harder than, than 106 proof. Um, mm. It's, it's good. It's that, that's that spicy rye that's in it. It's gotta be. Yeah. It's a good bottle. But it, this thing is, it says on here eight is, is all that flavor. And aged at least four years, so we don't. It's a we don't know the age on it, but it's at least a four year old. What I like about it is it's like at the bottom of the bottle, it's like clear, and then it like fades up into like a, a black. Yeah, like it's like a smoky part on the glass, and then it turns into like you can't see through it, uh, black top of the bottle, and it's just sexy. That is sexy as hell. It'd be a good beach bourbon. Like it's mm-hmm. refreshing enough to drink in the warmth. Yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, like. It smells really good too. Like I'm almost getting like a wintergreen kind of smell to it. Like it has just like a like a very freshness to it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That wintergreen is that rye. It's got to be. Oh, it was wintergreen uh, rye. Yes, of course. Do you know Duh. why? That's why like most ryes have like green labels on them because rye is green. I didn't know that. Until I heard that recently. That was from when we were on the cabin trip, and uh, our Eric and Colton and them were like. Yeah. That's they why were, it's green. They were yeah. informing us. It's that's not like like an official thing. It's kind of like a, a myth or whatever. Yeah. But like, it, it's well, it true. makes sense. It's and true, they're yeah. all green. <laughs> so, well, cool. Might as well. All right. right. So I saw a TikTok video. People are making this thing, and I'm actually quite disappointed that I didn't think to make this before we came on to record. Um, but people are making donuts out of crustables. People are making utter bullshit out of. So this is what bullshit. Jeremy was talking about. Yeah, yes. Jeremy's all riled yes. up about this. But basically, take yourself <laughs> a crustable and cut a hole in the center. So I saw like some people just taking like a, a empty shot glass and just like stamping out the center. Yep. And then they're getting the oil, like getting some canola oil or whatever oil and getting it boiling. You know, to like I think what four hundred degrees. Drop your crustable in. 10 seconds, flip it, 10 more seconds, 
pull it out, toss it in a bunch of sugar, and like you hear it when or, people are taking salt, a bite or into salt it. Bay it or whatever. You yeah, and, and I think like I would rather use powdered sugar, but whatever. Um, you hear people's <laughs> teeth like crunching into it, and then it's got like the melty, warm, gooey peanut butter and jelly on the inside. Let's go. I want to try it. I'm gonna try it. Jeremy, you want to eat one with me? No. You won't take a bite? Oh, come on, what's your beef? I'm gonna put what's a, your beef with the crustable? I'm going to put First a piece off, of fried chicken in between two of them, and you'll eat it. <laughs> that, that does sound delicious. That sounds honest. really, really good. Um, but, like, not because of the crustable, but because of the fried chicken. Yeah. Uh, First off, sweet on the outside. Crustables are stupid. Uh, make your own damn peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and the crust is the best part of a sandwich. So, you know, shove that up your ass. Um, does, your, does your kids eat crust? Yeah. They they eat the crust on my sourdough. Like, yeah, that's the best <laughs> well, that's, part. Like the well, that part, is yeah. that is the best part, and our kids will eat that, too. Yes, that's the whole point. And, like, make your own damn sandwiches. Nah, How there's something bullshit? to be said about a crustable has everything encompassed. It's not leaking out the edge. I can throw it in my pack, frozen, take it hunting, out in the woods or on a hike, and by the time I get hungry at lunchtime, it's thawed out. And I ain't got jelly everywhere, and it's delicious. The bread's perfect. This is coming from the guy who pairs Cheetos and beef jerky in the same bite. So yes, take that, that is as you will, listeners. <laughs> now look, I make I make many uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but there are there are the times where I'm just waking up and I'm just trying to survive, and those suckers are getting thrown into my kids' lunches for school. Well, and they beg them, they love them. Well, that's because you've had inferior coffee up until this point. Uh, but now that you have oh, much better sure. coffee, you can probably make better sandwiches. And so your poor children don't have to go with these nasty, Listen, disgusting sandwiches. I am the <laughs> ultimate sandwich maker. <laughs> hey, hey, speaking of coffee, speaking of coffee. So my wife got me this awesome uh, Father's Day gift, actually, which is something we haven't talked about on the show, is Father's Day is coming up. I guess we have a little bit with the, the Lane's <laughs> comment, yeah. right? In the midst, yeah. Yeah. With yeah. all of we've our advertisements. on anything else <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we did a whole big to-do about Mother's Day. Anyway, so uh, I got my Father's Day gift early, and I had told you guys a little bit about it. So I was given, uh, it's called Breville the Bambino. It's like a a really (laughs) easy way to do espresso at home. So maybe when we do Coffee 102 at some point in the future, we can talk about uh, espresso, and I'll have a little bit of knowledge. So I'm just barely dipping my toes into it. So uh, we'll see more espresso to come. I Breville saw Bambino. I saw some uh, some beautiful latte art the other day that you uh, you shared with our private group. <laughs> yeah. um, that's what I've been doing. It, is da- it, you it, know, it, it was it's tough, It was man. very clearly a bonsai tree. Uh, very advanced tech, <laughs> poor technique. Uh, uh, absolutely. I thought it was a weeping willow. Personally, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, I mean, like it, like the size, you know, uh, dimension sure. and scale. But you know, I'll, yeah. I'll have to send you. To Today's today's was a wave. Oh, you could see like tsunami. the little speckles of yeah, the little speckles of like water breaking mm-hmm. away from the wave and everything. It was a work of art. Yeah, it w- <laughs> oh, was I like someone it was like surfing a wave. on it and like <laughs> like a wave your hand. Yeah, I thought it was like a person with a hand waving. I thought it was someone vomiting. <laughs> no, it's, it's a his landscape view of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. So there's actually a lot of really cool videos on YouTube about how to do latte art, but I've got to nail the milk frothing piece it's of it so first, hard. which is yeah. surprisingly hard. There you go. Uh, but I'm practicing every single day. Do you, wow. do you have a whole milk? That's what works the best. 
No, I'm I'm a two percent guy. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to get some whole milk just to get the technique the, down. Though the higher fat, the better. And then also mm-hmm. like your milk alternatives are really bad for latte art. Like if you like like almond milk, oat milk, stuff like that, just because they don't froth. Well, we know he's properly. not having any of what? those nut milks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nut milks, <laughs> cashew milk or something. Yeah, cashew yeah. milk, almond milk. Matt's not having any of those. I got him some nut milk over here. I would uh, die. Hey y'all. I hey. Uh, so we're all. From Tennessee, and no, we're not. Well, you, we all live. In we're Tennessee, in Tennessee. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're all in Tennessee. We're all in Tennessee. We we reside here. Okay, Jeremy's Florida man. That's right. <laughs> yes, he is. There we go. But um, recently, I'm not a huge baseball fan. I like it from time to time, but now I am a raging baseball fan because the Tennessee Volunteers are in the Super Regionals coming up, and. Uh, if they win this get next game coming up, World Series bound. One more game. That's all they got to do is get in there and then they're in the World Series. Tennessee has needed a win so bad. We have needed something to hold on to so hard, and now we got it. I was talking to a buddy at work today about this. So, Joel, you were, you were telling me when I saw you guys last that there was this game where Tennessee came back you know, from way down at the end, hit a grand slam, like in the bottom of the ninth to, yes. to walk it off. Yes. And so my, my buddy I was talking to had friends that were in a box at the game. No and way. he said when that happened, it was like sheer pandemonium. He was like, you've got all these fans that have been pent up in their house for the last <laughs> year plus, uh-huh. finally getting to experience like a sporting event. And then a something win. like that. He said they he thought they were going to tear the stadium down. Bro. It was so crazy. Bro, we thought, so... And this is why I quit watching the damn game. In, yeah. I, in the, Which in the, is why they won. In the, yeah. In the bottom of the seventh, I quit watching because I, watched I thought Tennessee, Tennessee was going to, was Tennesseeing it is what they were doing. <laughs> they were doing what they do. Hey, we're really awesome, but we're going to screw it up in the end. And I quit watching. I came in, started editing on the computer. I get a text from my, my cousin. He's like, how about them apples? And <laughs> did you go turn it back on immediately? I, it was over. I had to go like look at highlights and stuff, man. <laughs> but just having that, man, our town needed it. Our fan base needed it. It was, I needed it. It was such an uplifting, uh, finally something to root for. So sports. So ball. who are they playing? Who are they playing in the next game? They're actually playing Cinderella team LSU. LSU's yep. un- unranked mm. and they have just been running through the tournament right now. So by the time the, this the airs, L- that LSU, will have been completed. The LSU yes. uh, Cinderellas. I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard of those? The LSU Cinderellas. Yeah. Yeah, they're super tough team. So basically, <laughs> it's Joel versus uh, Swiss because Swiss is an LSU fan. I think he went oh, to LSU. Swissifer. He already yeah. hit, he already hit me up today, and he was like, "Super regionals, bitch." Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on a second. Like, what are you guys gambling? You're gambling something, we, obviously. Oh yeah, you know the. Uh, why we, aren't you gambling? We've talked. We're not. We haven't gambled anything yet, but we've, we've been talking. You're, you're so going to, though. Something's going down. All right, we need to recap on the next episode. Of, of you got what, it. Of what you lost. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'll have. If I bet Just on it. Just don't watch it. Just don't watch it, I Joel. can't. I watched, the, I watched the last game that got him into the Super Regionals, and they won. So maybe I'm not the curse. Listen, I am still raging mad at this man for his negativity anytime we watch sports and they happen to get a little bit behind or anything like that he thinks it's over and i have been i have witnessed so many he's like a scarred puppy dog at this point it's happened so many times but i have witnessed so many great like hail mary shots for the win or any of these like great sporting moments and his attitude and him throwing a dang 
tantrum and storming <laughs> inside the house. I, I, I went and watched the next uh, uh, inning. And at that point, I was like, well, I'm sitting out here by myself. I need to be in there with my family. And I cut it off. Oh, whoa, whoa, and whoa. And because of you, no. I missed one of the greatest no. sports things that ever happened Don't in UT baseball there, say, history. Oh, I was going to go with my family. It's because you. your ass thought they were going to lose too. I That's did. why you turned it off. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I had faith. What's up? Now, speaking of things that have no impact on our life and are not very important, I also have some oh, ketchup. Oh, great. Um, okay. <laughs> the okay. new season of The Bachelorette just started, guys. <laughs> it's about as important as sports. and I haven't watched it yet. I am not going to watch it because Chris Harrison is officially out of Bachelor Nation. He is gone for, for good. For good? Yeah, he put it. You were just watching for the host? He put out a, no, the host was amazing. He kind of made the show. It's like, would you watch, uh, you know, Jeopardy without Pat Sajak, you know? I mean. (laughs) Alex Alex Trebek? Trebek? I know, I know. Oh, no. Oh, no. But yeah, he just announced today that uh, he is officially out of all Bachelor Nation uh, everything. And so he is gone for good, which is kind of a huge blow. He's been there for 20 years hosting those shows. Two decades. And he is. That's terrible. They're digging their own grave. So did you watch the first episode? No. Um. Because I, I wondered how the new out. host did. Yeah, I, I go in and out. I didn't really watch The Bachelor when all that drama came out um, because I it, he was kind of boring. I usually just watch whatever, you know, if it's like interesting and they're like fighting each other and like scratching each other's eyes out and stuff and it's fun. Uh, that's what I watch. Um, <laughs> so I didn't watch the last one, so I don't really know this girl. And uh, yeah, I'd have no desire to watch anymore. So I feel you. Okay. Well, I never had a desire to watch in the first place. I got to tell you. <clears throat> well, you know what, Matt? Now you know how I feel about sports. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, go, Joel. Well, let, uh, I'll, let's go ahead and take a break. And I want to tell everybody that they need to stick around. Make sure you stick around to the end of this podcast because Matt's got a bombshell that you're all going to want to and need to hear. So stick around. We'll see you on the other side. What's up, y'all? When it comes to meat, the TRP crew chooses only the best. Haltman Family Meats. At HaltmanFamilyMeats.com, they bring you the true butcher shop experience. Fresh meat, never frozen, and shipped straight to your door. Your order comes to you neatly packaged in butcher paper, trimmed, and ready to cook, guys. You no longer have to worry about cleaning up your cuts for you and your guests. Simply unwrap, cook, and serve. They have the best Prime Angus fillets, dry-aged ribeyes, hand-pressed burgers stuffed with cheddar cheese and smoked bacon, y'all. But let's not forget, you got to add a few packages of their skirt steak for the best steak tacos you'll ever sink your teeth into. So right now, go to HaltemanFamilyMeats.com and use code TRP21 and you'll save 15% off the butcher shop experience that will change your life. HaltemanFamilyMeats.com all right, guys, so we are back from the break, and I want to go ahead and introduce our guest right now. We have, in a world where selling barbecue on the side of the road and getting caught by another restaurant and getting in trouble is bad, <laughs> one man will stand up and create a seasoning company, Ryan Lane in <laughs> Lane's Barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> the sound. 
sound effects. The mouth sound effects. Oh, did Ron. you practice that in the shower? I didn't. I did not. I just thought of it. <laughs> Is that why you were having that shower beer you were telling us about earlier? That's what it was. I had to lube myself up so, so I could do that. Oh, Ryan, what's up, man? I, I'm not going to lie. I might record that and just wake up to that every morning. <laughs> Put it on your phone, like, I bro. Think, That's a new yeah, ringtone. That is a new ringtone. It's so crazy. Like, what you think is always bad at one time, how it can totally change your life. So, yeah, man, it's 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 cool. Thank well, you, guys. You're welcome. For having man. me on. Uh, we, we thank you for coming on. But get into that if you don't. Real uh, cares. You know, you, you are Ryan Lane. You own... Lane's barbecue and that little tidbit I gave about the roadside unregulated barbecue. <laughs> um, we talk about yeah. that. I want people to know that are listening because we're going to be talking about rubs and all this other stuff. Um, but I want people to know a little bit about you and your background first. Yeah, absolutely. So I kind of get a little long winded. So if it gets too long, just kind of shut me down. You but got, you got it. Um, so married to Stacy for about uh, almost 20 years. Got two kids, uh, 15-year-old son, Riley, and 13-year-old daughter, Ansley. And uh, my background is, I mean, I was kind of all over the place right out of school. I had a bunch of different jobs. And then uh, for the five years before I started Lane's Barbecue, I worked with my brother, which was an incredible experience. He owns a uh, small insurance brokerage. We worked with small to mid-size companies. So I've always loved and just had a passion for small business. Yeah. Um, and, but I hated insurance. I mean, hated it like with a passion. So I love the relate <laughs> the relationship side. I am just one of those guys that just needs a tangible product to be able to like hand someone and get an immediate reaction. Yes. And insur- insurance is an immediate reaction, but it's always negative. <laughs> and so like when, when you walk into a meeting, and walk out there's they're frowning both times you know what i mean so what we actually did is we bought a a smoker and we started um i would stay up at night and i would cook barbecue we'd go into a a renewal meeting and we would feed them they would be happy and then i would turn it over my brother and he would lock into the insurance thing and it was our way of kind of like feeding both of our souls and mine just getting to, to feed people. And finally, one day I was like, Stace, actually it wasn't one day. I harped on her for a long time. And then one day <laughs> I said, Hey, sweetie, what, what if we just did it? And you got to realize like I had two young kids and I built a book of business and which means steady paycheck and kind of like doing the whole American dream. But to me, it really wasn't. Yeah, and, and so and just to clarify to all of our listeners, you know, me and Ryan are not polygamists. You know, uh, <laughs> both of our wives just happen to be named Stacy. <laughs> that, that, that my, my, mine's Ey. Right? Okay, okay, so, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, and so one day she just said, "Fine," like almost like I'd just driven her crazy, and I was like, "Okay," you know, I don't usually ask. You know, I kind of ask for forgiveness. So I went out, and we used to go to. It was a produce stand that we'd stop at every Sunday after church on the way home called Three Peas in a Pod in Loganville. And I stopped in and I said, hey, Dave, my uh, my wife said I can sell barbecue. Um, like, <laughs> Hi, Dave. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it went. Uh, is, is that cool? And he's like, look, I got two rules. Like, don't sell out early. And like, you got to be consistently here. And I was like, okay, cool. And uh, I was like, when can I do it? And he's like, how about Saturday? And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, 
I'm not ready for this, but that's pretty much our business to a T. So we just, uh, I went home and told Stacy and she's like, that's fantastic. So that's when I, I learned about Facebook. <laughs> and, and so I was kind of late to the party there, but uh, just the power of social media. And we have such an unbelievable network of family and friends here. Yeah. And that first Saturday we did sell out, um, but it took, I think it was like, four or five hours, but he sold so much produce because of the amount of people that came that he was like, bro, you got to come back. That's right. Oh yeah. Nice. You're bringing so, him customers. Yeah. I think it was, it was cool for him to see like, Hey, you can actually sell out and create a buzz. And that's really one of my favorite things about barbecue is it's something that you're taking time to do and you got to be there. Like you can't just show up when you want to and get it. And so it's kind of hot and fresh. And when it runs out, it runs out. It's kind of like house divided, you know? That's right. And so, just um, a little plug. And so yeah, just a little one. Uh, 4.0 <laughs> can be purchased. Now. <laughs> but, uh, and so it just, we started creating like different sandwiches every week. And like, what's crazy is we actually did, a little too good of a job. So there was a local restaurant that apparently got a little upset and turned us in. And so while we were licensed, um, we did not have a mobile food permit, which apparently in Walton County is important. Um, but it was, it was made. It was a blessing in disguise. We ended up finding a place in Bethlehem that we purchased and we're able to work out of there and kind of the rest is history. So we, we did the catering for about a year and a half. And then I realized that, I could not sustain um, <laughs> a marriage and kids just trying to do that full time. And so I needed something to produce some additional revenue where I could take a break every now and then. Yeah. And that's kind of how the reps were born. So did you, cool. did you have rubs already? Like, was that a thing for you before the catering, before the barbecue? Were you already coming up with your own blends before that? Or did that kind of come through barbecue itself yeah so i would say barbecue that's really where they came about so we had already kind of played with flavors just in doing the thing with my brother like when we would kind of cook on the side and stuff and so i kind of had the flavor profiles that i really wanted and that's where when we launched it actually six years ago memorial day uh wow. is when we launched and we launched our our core four rubs which is signature sweet heat ancho and brisket and so those were flavors that we were already using. And then the rest has just kind of been fun, you know, just kind of testing new things and talking to our customers and seeing what they want yeah, and, man. and just kind of going from there. So, well, speaking of your customers, you know, first of all, incredible story. I think it's pretty badass. you know, that going from, you know, slinging barbecue on the side of the road illegally and, uh, you know, Getting called illegally, out. we like to say illegally ish. Yeah, illegally ish. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we we thought it was legal, and so did produce guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, so he, he was ready to fight for us, and I was like, no, bro, it's okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he wanted to stay, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, it's all right. We found a place. It's like maybe we can do special appearances. Like, yeah, we can do that too. Can I come to your place now? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's hard to keep up with all of the like local regulations and you need a certificate for this, you need a license for this and you need to like, you know, register here. And, and that's, that's something that you don't really think about when you say, okay, well, hey, I want to start a small business or I start want to start a rub company. Like you don't think about all that stuff. 
Yeah, it's expensive too. And I have so much respect for the guys that have food trucks. I mean, the fact of having the the regulations you have on the truck side and having to park it somewhere else and yeah. having just everything you Overhead. have to do is so expensive. And so like, I don't know how they do it. It's crazy. You just got to hustle. It's a grind. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so bro, you um, hit us up. We talked about it on last week's episode, but you hit us up and we actually met you at the 2019 scenic city egg fest in Chattanooga. Yeah. I think you guys won. We always win, right? Ryan. We've we're, won uh, every year. We're winners. Yeah, yeah. That, Ryan, I feel like you're baiting us. You know we talk about this. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was only there for a little bit of time, but it was pretty much just seeing you win, and so. But we got to meet and hang out for a little bit. <laughs> That's uh, the highlight. And now of the that show I realize, <laughs> yeah. now that I realize it happens every time, you know, I was sure to <laughs> sure to see it. So that's right. But that's yeah, good. like when you you know when you contacted us about that, um, God, I don't even remember. I don't even remember how it even how the contact even started. It's been quite, quite some time. This has been in the works, you know, I behind remember. the scenes for the but, ha- for the house divided. Yeah, man, we haven't done one in years, and um, we were kind of sitting in a meeting, and I was like, you know, we got to do a house divided again. We were like. All right, cool. Who do you want to team up with? And I was like, well, I'm going to email one company and I'm a huge fan and I listen to their podcast every week and they're like, what? I was like, reload guys. <laughs> like, you got to check them out. And they're like, uh, okay. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to email them and then we'll see if they don't respond, then we'll kind of move on. But it was like, you guys. Yeah. And so it was one of those things. And uh, I, I know I sent you a message and that I've been kind of taking a break from social media. Jeremy um, is our marketing guy and he's incredible. And he's been kind of taking the reins on that just to kind of give me a little bit of a breather. And uh, I think he told me, he's like, Oh my God, they responded right away. I'm That's like, me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm such a huge fan too. I'm like, you know, like hands in the face, like freaking out, like, yeah, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and, well, it, and and then it took like a while to kind of connect. And so our schedule is kind of crazy. I know y'all's is too. And so, um, but man, Hey, when something's supposed to work out, it does. So I made it happen. Amen to that. Well, I'll say this, bro. So when me and Stacy, when we launched our company three years ago, um, we, 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 we started with one blend. You, you started with four. We started with one, one blend, threw it out there. And that's right around the time. I think, um, you had launched one of your house divideds and we were fangirling over this whole co- collaboration style of, you know, mixing two blends together. And yeah. I remember us going and checking out your site as a young company. Yeah. And I, I remember looking and it's like, oh my gosh, like his, it's a husband and a wife with two kids, just like us. And you yeah. know, um, <laughs> I know. You look, at my site now. Yeah. Yeah. you look at my site now, you're like, dang, he got fat and I can't see his ears anymore. (laughs) 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 He ate all his product. No, but like... That's pretty much what happens. (laughs) The first rule of dealing. (laughs) Don't get high on your supply. So the problem is, I'm such a fan of like, I think that's what I love about this business too is, that's what I want to tell people is like, don't just use our product. There's so many unbelievable companies out there. And that's why people are like, you sure you want to team up with people? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Any chance 
we can like tell someone about another small business who's doing amazing things. Like, why not? Like, why are we trying to like shove people down instead of saying, Hey, when I look at my cabinet, I've got six different like blends in there from different companies. Like even I love trying new things. And it's inspiration at the same time to do, do those things. I was on, me and Stacy were on a podcast with a couple of guys who own one guy spices and the other guy has sauces. And we talked about this exact subject and I equated the rub business to the bourbon business Yeah, where, where bourbon, bourbon distilleries, you know, they're technically they're all competitors, but they all have each other's back. If one, it's a powerhouse if when a Rick, you join forces, if a Rick house burns down, they, they, they do what they can to go help that per, that distillery get back on their feet, you know, help them with their Rick houses, those kind of things. And that's how it feels as uh, you know, with our company and and you as well with collaborating with us is that if we can help this community grow and, and, and be successful and in a sense reload, you know, that, that's, that is what I, I, how I look at this line of business. Well, and at the end of the day, our mission is bringing families around the table. And I know you guys share like the same kind of sentiment and I don't care what seasoning you're using. Like the fact is we want you to go out and cook and like share a meal with family and friends. Yes. And so however you experiment with that, like we just want you cooking. And so that's, that, and that's really like our idea behind the collaboration. Like let's introduce other people, like people that know us yep. to you guys and people that know you to us. Oh yeah. And and that's another thing so. is like, you know, for one, we were super honored that you asked us. We were like, whatever it takes, we're going to make this work. And, you know, behind the scenes on that, we didn't just go with like our first gut as to what we were going to blend or what we were going to do as house divided. I mean, we went through various different uh, combinations and then once we eventually chose Cubano and Magnum, we went into how are we going, like what's going to get that perfect ratio? What's going to get that perfect uh, blend where both rubs can shine? Absolutely. And that's kind of like, really my favorite part of the whole thing so you guys i know and maybe we can talk about this too you guys got to come down and see our place um this past weekend yeah um, but brian wasn't there and so brian me and brian have been best friends since college and uh he's been with us since actually we started the rub side of it and he is our uh i mean <laughs> I don't know what you can say, but he is like <laughs> the, the the nose, I guess, you know, behind the blends. So ah, he can okay. take any kind of any kind of flavor. And I came up with the first six or seven, and then he's just kind of run with it. He is <laughs> what I would say is always find people that are smarter than you and who are better uh, at what they do than you do. And so that's pretty much what what I've done is like find people who are better and put them in the right place. And Brian shines at kind of everything he touches. So most of the blends, Cubano is, is his baby. And so it's it's cool to mix it with with Magnum and just see just I mean, just how much bigger it gets. Well, that's what I want to roll into next. You, you know. tainted his baby. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I would say we say keep experimenting. You made it better. Like, and that's the beauty of and you know, we kind of talk through the the percentages right i'm like hey i think we need this or this and i think working through that is is really how you get the perfect blend yeah well the ratio we got is spot on it's it's so good and so tasty i'm almost sad that it's not going to last very long and it's going to be out of here 
But, you know, um, I was hoping you could tell me, because I wanted to, you know, part of this podcast that we're going to be doing, we're talking about rubs, and we're going to be talking in the next segment about making rubs and inspirations of rubs and things of that nature. But what what inspired you guys for the Cubano flavor? Like, what was like the, I want this. The angle. The angle for it, yeah. Yeah, so I'll tell you, it was actually, we were at Wasi's Egg Fest, um, about, I guess four years ago. And there's a guy named Rob Foster. We call him Southbound Rob. Mm-hmm. And he made this like inside out. Um, it was like a Cuban sandwich, but it was like had a pickle. Um, it was, in, it was incredible and had the, the mustard sauce, which our Southbound mustard sauce is actually his family's sauce. And I tasted huh. it and I was like, this is the greatest sauce like mustard sauce I've ever had. <laughs> He's like, I oh, know, man, that's great. I'm like, no, no, no. That's why we call it Southbound sauce. I gotcha. Um, and so I was like, bro, let's like, we've, we've got to reproduce that. And so, um, in fact, I got to get that recipe, but that's really what inspired it. Like the Cuban sandwich. It was like a, a Cuban. That's one of my favorite things is, uh, just, I don't know, man. I love sandwiches. Mm, me too. Uh, and just like roasted pork and ham and cheese and just that mustard sauce um, and the acidity from the pickles. And so that's where we get kind of the acidity from the lime. Hey, Ryan, um, Ryan, real, real and, quick yeah, before yeah. we get off sandwiches, uh, <laughs> what do you think yeah. of like a crustable sandwich? Like where does oh. that rank on your scale of like one to ten? Well, it depends. Is it just one? Or are we eating multiples? No, no, just one, just one. <laughs> like, like, how do they rate on your sandwich scale as as a sandwich expert? How hard does it slap? I don't. Well, it depends. I I don't know. I have so many other qualifications. Like, is it crunchy? <laughs> you know, this is, is it, not an is easy it question to answer. <laughs> no, it's well, just. What if, cr- what if you deep fried it and tossed it in sugar? Well, it, two things really. Is it crunchy or creamy? Like creamy peanut butter, creamy. and strawberry yeah. or grape. It's strawberry, and you deep fry it, and you toss it in sugar. How amazing would that be? It's a nine point two. Oh, oh, hey. out of yeah. ten or out of like a hundred? Are we doing like I don't like, know, like golf scores? I don't know. Like the higher the number, the worse. <laughs> the lower the number, the better. Uh, is that what we're doing? I don't know. Whenever I think when you deep fry it, it just makes it better. And powdered sugar, like I told you, you can't see my ears anymore because my face got so fat. So like, <laughs> so there, <laughs> there are things that just don't fit on the scale. When you listen to the first <laughs> segment of this episode, uh, this will make sense to you. I, yeah, I cool. appreciate your answer. Anyways, I think, sandwiches. I think that was solid. That's a solid scale right there. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, let's, uh, y'all want to take a break? Well, he was talking about Cuban sandwiches and pickles. Oh, oh, Cuban sandwich, pickles. Move on. They're delicious. <laughs> Right. What kind of very well put. I'm curious. Uh, now I'm stuck on an uncrustable. Like I got nothing else. You know. <laughs> What's your favorite pickle, bro? Besides your own. Uh, so actually, I would say. Uh, so we've got my buddy Stephen Hartsock, who owns Socks Love Barbecue, and coming makes a killer pickle. Mm. And so we're trying to get it. We would love to get that thing packaged up, but uh, so. That's pretty much one of those 45-minute treks, and then we buy them by the five-gallon bin, and we bring them to the shop for the guys to eat. Wow. I I love that. That is how you build culture, my friends. (laughs) (laughs) Five-gallon buckets. Five-gallon buckets and Uncrustables. That's pretty much it. All right. Well, hey, are you you good to to stick with us through uh, um, another another segment? 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, cool. Well, y'all, before we go to break, you guys head over to lanesbarbecue.com and you all could check out all of his plethora of products and flavors and sauces and pickles. He doesn't and, have pickles, and make sure you, you pick up the HD 4.0. HD 4.0. But we'll, 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 let's get to a break. And on the other side, we're going to talk all things rub. And Ryan's going to stick around with us. We'll see you then. I don't know about you, but as a bourbon lover, I get sick and tired of my high-quality spirits being tainted by plastic or metal flasks when I'm on the go or in the outdoors. Not to mention having them spring a leak in my pack or back pocket. Well, guys, I had enough, and it's time you do the same by jumping on board with the TRP crew and get proper. Rag proper. These modern flasks are a perfect vessel for all your favorite spirits. Each flask is built of thick, break-resistant glass, then wrapped in a high-end silicone or dark brown leather for that perfect high-end feel and look that a proper person such as yourself deserves. Your spirits deserve more, and so do you. So do the right thing and head to ragproper.com so you can get your hands on the highest quality, best-looking, best-feeling, best-pouring, best-look-how-proper-I-am flask on the market. Use code TRP21 and save to get you and your spirits what they deserve rag proper okay so something that you know i know ryan that you probably go through this as well but we get dm'd a lot and a lot of our friends a lot of our followers and stuff like to ask us all kinds of questions about the dry rub business or rubs in general and i didn't really realize how intricate it could actually get but i have compiled a list of some mm-hmm. rub misconceptions. So we are going to talk about those. So for one, myth number one, spices are cheap. Nah. I mean, spices can be very cheap. They can. But if you're somebody that's wanted to create your own rub, y'all don't know about y'all. Y'all tell, tell me what you think. I mean, Matt, you've, you've created your own rub. Mm-hmm. Um, spices will make or break your blend. And if you go get a bunch of cheap crap, you're going to have a cheap ass rub. Yes. I I would also say like most people just assume pepper is cheap. Oh my gosh. That has been the and kicker. Then, and then they go to the store and they're like, Oh crap. It's nine 99 for like a small little bottle. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I think the, the assumption is it's salt and like table pepper. Well, yeah. table pepper might be, but like it's like a power most of the time. That's right. Most of the time what you're getting isn't something like, you know, it's not a table pepper. And so it's not fresh, you know, if, if you're getting it like that. And so I don't know. I think a lot of it's just a, a misperception of, of what, you know, what reality is. Yeah. And actually like just tidbit of information, when we first started with our first blend with fully loaded, you know, spoiler alert, there is black pepper in it. Uh, We were getting prices from various co-packers on, you know, bottling this for us. And we were told, why don't you decrease your pepper 25% to kind of help on the price of your blends? And we were like, no, Mm -hmm. like that, that could totally F up your entire flavor profile. Yeah. Yep. A hundred percent. And you know, and that's the thing too is when me and Stacy, we first created that blend, we had one ingredient we had in there was parsley. And this is going, you're, you're about to spill over into misconception number two. So go ahead. Yes. So we'll spill over into that. But the, so we had parsley in there and when we, we would make it from stuff we would buy off the store shelves and but then when we had it from a co-packer who had really fresh ingredients, it tasted like a uh, dirt 
had this like earthy dirt taste in, uh-huh. in there. And we found out it was the parsley. The parsley was so fresh coming from a co-packer that we had to take it out of the blend. And that's what ended up set, setting us right. Which yeah. that's what leads into um, myth number two. I'm sorry, no. Three. Numbers are hard. <laughs> sorry, sorry, you're going to edit this out. Apparently. Um, oh, yeah, right. This number two. Uh, un- always end with uncrustable. uncrustable. I found that that will get you pretty much out of everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so what I was going to say next was, um, where the hell do I have it? Okay, 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 okay. Okay, sorry. I'm like, where is this written down? Okay. Myth number two is freshness getting your seasonings off the shelf at a grocery store or a sporting goods store or whatever versus buying it from a small batch or craft barbecue or small business uh, reloadrub.com type website. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was going to say with that is, you know, spices don't go bad. They, they don't, uh, they won't make you sick, but over time they will lose quality. They will lose freshness. They will lose flavor. So like Joel was saying, if you go to Kroger and you buy a spice blend or you buy ingredients to make your own, that could have been sitting on the back shelf for 18 months. That could have been sitting on their shelves for 18 months. And then you're going to stick it in your cabinet and it's going to be there for another 12 months. It can really affect the flavor and the freshness of what you're putting on your food. So there is where the benefit is on going with a smaller blend. I totally agree with that. What about you, Ryan? Do you, uh, do you yeah. agree? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I say get it, use it fast. I got kids to put through school. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let's. <laughs> Our goal is to, you need to be cooking. You know what I mean? So, like, get those blends and but use them. That's it, man. So, and, and, yeah. And, and to Stacy's point, you know, you're not always going to, when you go to a big box store and things like that, you're not always going to be able to get if you're trying to create your own rub you're not always going to get those fresh ingredients and to her point on that is that instead of making your own blend it's sometimes good to find if you are if you love to cook you love to barbecue it's good to find a company like like yours ryan or like ours or we're that, turning it around that, that's turning over you know your product really fast and they're getting really fresh seasonings to get those flavor profiles. Sometimes, you know, people have a misconception of you you should make your own rubs because it's better than buying stuff in bottles. Well, that depends, yeah. on, depends on who you're getting it from. Um, because when you get from companies like ours, you're getting fresh, you know, ingredients that haven't been sitting there for months or years that some of these big box stores who buy millions of bottles at a time may have be sitting in the back, you know, for God knows how long. Not, not to mention that, but you're getting something that was truly tested by the people putting it in the bottles. Amen. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's really like, and here's the thing. I know everyone's flavor profiles are different, which is why we kind of have a wide range of flavors. But our favorite thing to do is fire up the grill, get a bunch of chicken or pork chops or something and test out different blends. And then knowing that we're putting those in the bottles, like, the people who are mixing them are actually the ones tasting them and, and like putting out the final product, you know, which I think is such a huge thing. Same for you guys. Like y'all, when y'all come out with a rub, it's not something you just throw together real quick. 
mm-hmm. and put out, right? Like there's oh. a lot of testing, there's a lot of sampling, you're getting it to your friends, like what do you think about this? And there's just I don't know, I think that's part of the whole community aspect of it. And I think that's really what you're getting. Uh, yeah, man, for sure. And it's it's fun now being in the position we are, especially with these two guys sitting across from us. You know, Jeremy and Matt, when we come up with something that's new, um, we have an idea about something. These guys are so good at what they do. We will we'll, we'll send them stuff and let them. Uh, what do y'all think? We you know, critique this. Yeah, normally, yeah, normally we have to kick you in the ass to get you to put out a new rub because we love it. And <laughs> you won't release it. Um, so. That's exactly what I was going to say, Magnum. You guys wanted to tweak it more, and Jeremy and I were <laughs> like, like, "Absolutely not! No. Put it out just like this. Yes. If you're not, send me all of this blend that you've got." I remember <laughs> clearly, Stacy was like, "I don't know if it's too chunky or not," and we're like, "Leave the chunk! Leave the chunk!" <laughs> you just validated what Joel was saying because he was like, when we developed Magnum, he was like, "I." I want chunky. chunky. I want it coarse. So when, yeah. Be honest with that. I like it chunky. That that should be on the bottle. Leave the chunk. Leave, <laughs> big and chunky blend. Well, Hashtag leave the chunk. That's Ma- fantastic. Magnum's kind of a funny story, and I'll make it quick. I knew when we when we came out with our second blend, I knew that down the road I wanted a a steak and chop blend. And I had the name for it right then. I always wanted to call it Magnum, and I always wanted it to be thick, and I always wanted it to be chunky. <laughs> <laughs> but though, but that's the thing is is forethought when you're creating a, a rub. So let's say you, the listener, you're at home, and you want to create your own blend. You know, when me and Stacy created our first blend, we sat in our kitchen, we poured shit in bowls until something tasted right but we had the forethought of we had this is a kind of a flavor we were getting at whether it's a barbecue all-purpose lemon pepper you know chipotle garlic whatever you're looking for that's the first foundation thing you want to get is you want to find the idea of what your rub will be before you start into it and that is leading into myth number three Uh myth number three is it is easy to create a seasoning blend, which now are you talking easy to commit, create a seasoning blend to sell or just in general to actually create a flavor profile. So like you had said, we have had to uh, take out ingredients because of uh, freshness at some point. Um, there's other factors that go into it. We got to talk heat once you, so something that we taste straight from the bowls, we could taste that all day long. You throw it on some heat and you cook it. Flavor goes away. Uh, sugars may burn if you are um aiming to have a special rub for low and slow cooks you've got to use the right sugar some sugars have a higher melting point mm-hmm. others have a lower one if you're using a high one and you're doing a low uh cook you're you know cooking a brisket at 225 you're cooking at pork but at you know whatever that sugar is not going to melt and you're going to be chewing on sugar crystals so a lot goes into that a lot of testing a lot of uh development yeah you know, you have to, like I said, you have to have your, a foundation and a direction. And from there, you have to be open, like we were, to these guys and to other people, open to critiques on the matter. You can't just go, mm, that tastes good, and then assume that it's great. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you have you pass that jazz out and get other people's opinions. Let them tell you it's salty. Let them tell you there's not enough salt. Let them tell you that... Uh, Sear with uh, it. Uh, smoke it. Um, lots and lots of research and development. I mean, 
Ryan, that's what you guys do on the reg. I mean, I see you guys in your all's videos and, and whatnot. You all are constantly cooking and 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 trying new things all the time in the warehouse. That I mean, that and that's really why we say keep experimenting because what could be super salty right out of the bottle, mm-hmm. like as soon as you apply it to a protein and cook it, like it might not pop. You know, so Absolutely. you might have to do something different. That's like uh, people always, you know, say, what's your favorite rub? You know, kind of like your favorite kids or whatever. And I'm like, I have one. It's Kunami. And like, for me, it was one of those that we set out to make like an Asian style seafood rub. And and really, it's fantastic that way. But what we didn't realize is how incredible it would be on beef. And so my favorite way to use it is still on a filet. And in fact, most of the time, (laughs) actually, besides the last week, I've been throwing HD4 all over filets. But right, right. It's really good, dude. I just did that tonight, Ryan. (laughs) I know. I saw the bacon wrapped ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I did tonight. I did thick cut pork chops with Mm. HD4. Mm. And like it's it's it blows my mind. Like. I love the coarseness and that's why I think it really just kind of messing with the, the blends and the flavors is just such a big thing because Cubana was great by itself, but now it's like a whole nother level when you introduce it with the Magnum and it's totally because different. of the texture. Yeah, it's nuts. Like it's crazy. Every other flavor pops off because of like the coarseness and just the different salt and the different texture of the garlic and the onion. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, and that leads me to number myth number four and my last one. Um, that you can only put certain rubs on certain things according to what is specified on the bottle. 100% true. <laughs> yep. You, If you put a seafood blend on anything but seafood, you're going to die. It's going to explode. It will. You'll be poisoned. Well, you guys yeah. joke, but Ryan's talking about putting on. So I've had Qunami a ton. I've it's never had it. Probably my favorite Lane's blend. It is. I have my never thought too. to like, put I it on beef. It. Dude, oh, it's nuts, Matt. You're gonna love it. I'm telling you, go get a fillet. It's it's crazy good. I even take like a little teriyaki sauce and put on top of it too. <sighs> what about some flanken style beef ribs? Ooh, yeah, that'd be, yeah, that'd be insane. I, yeah, I've done that with the Haltman ones. Oh, really? Ooh. Yes, Dude, talk about the ultimate ones, man. Those things are butter. So, like, I yeah. I think we have our cook planned out for when you come up and see us, Ryan. We're gonna get some flanken style short ribs, kunami teriyaki. This is what we're doing together. It's Done. going because I've never had the kunami, and now I'm like, I think I'm gonna have to go to Ace tomorrow and pick some up. You damn straight. Yeah. So funny, it's, it's funny story, Ryan. Is when we launched Magnum, you know, Matt and Jeremy, they loved it. They were cooking the shit out of it. And we actually went <laughs> went over, story. you know. They we, were snorting it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's that. That's the meth. Rolled up twenty dollar bill. Yep. Yep. But <laughs> but no, we uh. So we went over to Jeremy's and we shot like a little little tiny video to to, to post. And Jeremy, uh, I, you know, we created the rib for the steak and chop bl- or the rib. We created the blend as a steak and chop blend, and we knew it was good on different proteins and stuff. But I didn't know you could. Jeremy fries up some. He, oh no you know, no! Cut, B- before that, I made um, a rack of ribs with it on it. Also, he we, kept we, saying was, he kept saying, a, "Let's put it on pork." And yeah. I'm like, no. We we yeah. we, did, we did like a tomahawk, and then we did pork, and then we did something else. Jeremy did Texas style uh, dry rub ribs with just the Magnum, and it was 
fantastic. Probably and, my yeah, favorite way but, of making ribs now is oh. with just straight Magnum. There's no sugar in Magnum. We don't put sauce on it. Just coat your ribs in Magnum and smoke but them. But Jeremy oh. also did fries. Mm-hmm. He, he, he did homemade French fries and put that on it. Fantastic. But now we have the Cubano Magnum Blend oh. House Divide 4.0. Think about that, 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 that. The the, fi- the finer blend the with the coating. coarser blend all over some freaking ribs or on your fries. Holy shit, that it would be amazing. Well, you know, <laughs> when when Ryan teased that, you know, a new blend was coming out, a lot of people were like, Oh, you need to come out with a vegetable blend. Well, I hate to break it to you, <laughs> but you can use all of these on vegetables and our buddy Haven't Will. Haven't you seen our little broccoli? Yeah, I know, the yeah, little it's broccoli on the, it's on the side. He has a chilled broccoli tree. <laughs> yeah, they're all we got the plants. broccoli tree on them. Yeah, they're on there. Our, just... our friend Will uh, hooked on barbecue. He actually turned us on to, basically the only way that I cook asparagus at this point is I roast it and we coat it in Magnum and it's to die for. And that's, so a, steak and, that that's says, a steak and chop yeah, blend. It says steak and chop blend, but Spoiler alert, you can use it on all kinds of things. So that is a misconception. So, you can only put it on what the bottle specifies. Here's a tip, too. So we actually make a ranch dressing with our Cubano wrap. Well, Jeremy made it with the HD4 last week what? and said it's different. Nuts. Yeah, because there's Just, dill yeah. in it. Yeah. And so, like, it's How do you crazy. Make it? Uh, so Secret. It's got, yeah, I know. It's going to be actually, bottled on lanes.com. <laughs> It's, it's, it's actually not a secret. It's uh, on the rest in the recipe section on the website. Oh, sweet! So I think it just probably says Cubano, but we'll just we got to change it to say HD four. Oh yeah. Um, but he said it. So if you do the asparagus with the Magnum and then dip it in that Cubano ranch, <gasps> it's nuts. Stop it, Ryan. Before yeah. we end this segment, um, the one thing I really yeah. got to know um, myths with rubs and everything. Um, when are you dropping your Zicada rub, your Zicada bug rub? When is that coming out? Uh, that's in the spring of 2024. I think we need a little okay. bit more time for testing. Yeah. Well, there's the 17-year cycle, so I guess you have to wait like 17 more years <laughs> for testing uh, for the next one. Crap. But they'll I, be ready. They'll be ready for it. Okay. I, did, I didn't know there was going to be a test. I'm so sorry. I would have studied I would have studied more. <laughs> see, yeah. see, our, our, ours, Ryan, we're doing a hybrid of double action and packing heat. And that, that's going to be, you know, a 75% packing heat to, uh, you know, 25% double action. And that way you can just burn off your taste buds for not tasting cicada. Well, that's fantastic. That actually sounds good. Is, this, is the blend the same in Georgia? <laughs> no, it has to be 100% back in heat. <laughs> okay, that's what I was thinking. Is, is it like Humidity tequila, takes is, a little bit off of it. Yeah, is, it yeah. is it like the tequila where there's like a whole cicada in the bottle though, right? Yes, okay, yes. We'll yeah. put that in the bottom of the bottle yes. of, of seasoning. Perfect. Yeah. So, well, dude, before we head out, um, give everybody, you know, um, tell everybody how they can find you, how they can get your stuff and all that jazz. And, you know, go ahead and plug that 4.0 one more time. Yeah, man. So uh, check us out uh, on social media. It's all Lane's Barbecue. Uh, on the website, it's just lanesbbq.com. Um, and so HD4, it's here. But by the time this airs, it might not be. So I know. Like, it's that, going that's fast. the thing. Yeah, it really is. I, I don't know. I always have expectations, and this one has exceeded all of them. Um, just the, the social media has been crazy, and people have been so excited, and it's – 
Really, that's why I'm drinking coffee right now because it's been one of those crazy days. I have not stopped or the last like, two days. We we haven't quit, and so um, it's it's been awesome. So thank it's, you guys so much for just being a part of it. It's the allocated bourbon of rubs, and I stand by that. You get it while you can. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. It's, it's, it's those the, hackers that run on it. It's the it's the uncrustable of uh, oh, you know? oh, the single it. barrel. Wait a minute, it's, it's the, the single barrel uncrustable. <laughs> All right, well, and dude. that's how you don't get invited back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got an open door policy here, bro, Chacho. That's but sweet. I'm so glad. All awesome. right, man. Well. All right, thanks, guys. You're welcome, my man. Guys, let's go to break, and when we come back, we're going to jump straight into your favorite segments, Rapid Fire and Reload Recommends. We'll see you on the other side. Do you like to cook? Of course you do. And we all know that quality knives and tools are a cook's best friend. That's why we only use the best, Dowstrong. Dowstrong has the highest quality, sexiest knives I've ever laid my hands on. Any knife that you would ever need, they have it. But they don't stop there, guys. At DowStrong.com, they also carry block sets, aprons, cookware, culinary tools, and even everything you need to maintain a kitchen's best friend. So guys, run. I said run to DowStrong.com and use code THATRELOADPODCAST. I said THATRELOADPODCAST to save on the finest brand in the game, DowStrong. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are going to jump right into Rapid Fire Questions. Let's do all shit the bed first, Holyo hey. next, and best for last. Okay, guys, here best we go. Best for last. If you were running for office, what would your campaign slogan be? Stacy. <laughs> you always save the hard ones for me. That's it. You always save the hard ones you for me. You always save the hard ones for me. <laughs> Joel. Um, uh, just like lace peanut chips, could never eat just one. That's your campaign slogan? I don't know. Yes. Okay. It is. Of my votes. Hey. Very good. Okay. Matt. Uh, oh, man. Uh, barbecue the best of you. Barbecue the best of you. <laughs> Only ones who use your name in the actual slogan. Very good. <laughs> name that movie. First one who had the answer. Wow. Early this an elderly man abducts a young, overweight Asian boy to replace his wife. Up. It's up. It's up. It is up. <laughs> Damn it! I didn't even get a chance! That was... That was... Yeah. And I didn't know he was Asian. Was he really Asian? I didn't know he was Asian. Yeah. Well, Asian oh. kid. Yeah. He's abducted. Abducted. <laughs> who has, Too easy, Jeremy. Who has Sorry. the best sous vide egg bites, and why are they the bacon gruyere ones from Starbucks? Stacy. You know, I've never had those before, My so, God, um, so I would. Uh, they they sound delicious, so I'm gonna just take a leap and say Starbucks. Oh, very, say, very good. Did you say egg bites? Yes, uh, sous vide egg bites. Uh, so, who has the best sous vide egg bites, and why are they the bacon Gruyere ones from Starbucks? Mm, sounds dumb, but Starbucks. Cool, good answer, uh, Matt. <laughs> Mm, I'm going to have to say Starbucks. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's the only ones I've ever had. All in agreement. Have you had the bacon Gruyere one today, Matt? No, I haven't. Oh, really? I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah. I don't go to Starbucks. Oh. I don't either. I go to Dunkin'. Huh. Yeah. Kind of seems like a loaded question for me. Anyways, <laughs> buckle up. This is a bit of a long one. Hey. All right. People will swim in the ocean, even though there are many corpses in it. 
but they will not swim in a pool with a single corpse in it. People all have an acceptable corpse to water ratio. What is your ratio? Stacy? I think I would need, I think I would be okay with like an eighth of a corpse per pool. An eighth of a corpse per pool. So like an yeah. arm. An arm in a pool? I'll, I'll swim in it. Okay. Now, cool. is, is it? Is it? Is, if it's an collectible temperature, not. Is absolutely it, not. Is, is this? Is this? I'm a nurse, and that stuff doesn't bother me. I mean, if if I'm dead, looking, if I'm dead, looking to have an enjoyable time, and the temperature is nice, I'm in it. A dead, rotten flesh. You want to? Some phalanges are not going to stop a me. Freak, freaking daddy long leg spider was on the stairs, and you threw your coffee on the walls <laughs> and everywhere. Yeah, I saw right. that. But but a rotten corpse arm. Well, Joel's corpse to water ratio, please. Uh, I would say corpse to water ratio would be a lake. I would swim in a lake if, mm-hmm. if I knew there was a body somewhere in that lake. Well, you so, know the lake that you swim in all the time. There's probably multiple bodies in it. Yeah, but I'm not getting in a pool with any kind of appendage in the so pool. So one body per lake. Okay. Uh, yeah. Matt? Thank you. Jeremy, I saw this floating around the internet a couple of weeks back, and mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I'm probably never getting in a public body of water ever again. <laughs> like, it's zero bodies to any amount of water <laughs> is my threshold. But, well, but an alive body's okay, but a dead one isn't? I mean, there's, they're not breathing. They're not. They're dead. It still it just grosses me out. It's cold. It I don't even like going to funerals for I don't know you. Say the you body was sick. intact. You are a sick woman. So uh, no no is, no open wounds or flesh wounds or anything just an intact no way, non-breathing no. body. If it's if it's dead, I'm not swimming with it. So I uh, don't care. <laughs> there there is like an equation out there for this. I don't remember the exact numbers, but like the water we drink every day has been drank like multiple times over the course of like the last millennia. So uh, you might want to give up drinking water also and just drink bourbon. It's filtered. Would yeah, you? at least the at least the bourbon's been in barrels for several years. Yeah, like, I feel like it's, it's dead been not been drank. Exposure has been less because of very that. limited because it was in the barrels, unless a person was stored in that barrel. Also, <laughs> <laughs> would you Which rather have <coughs> would you rather have pogo sticks for arms or legs, Stacy? <laughs> oh, a thousand percent my legs. One. Legs. A thousand percent my legs. I just rode a pogo stick a couple weeks ago. Joel. Hell no, arms all the way. I knew you'd be, be arms. I'd be pogoing people all in the face. <laughs> what are you doing? Bang, 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 bang. Oh, that'd be so freaking sweet. Like, you'd be like one of those rock'em, sock'em robots. Yeah. Oh, man, that'd be His awesome. arms are already, like, super long. You talk about a handstand. Bong. Matt? Legs. Legs is the only answer. Well, You're going to jump around. Matt, think about this. You can't ride your Peloton if you have pogo stick legs. <laughs> Yeah, Matt. <laughs> Ride my Peloton with regular legs, so that doesn't affect me at all. <laughs> Speaking of not working out, what did you eat for breakfast, Stacy? I had a waffle. A waffle? A waffle Joel. and coffee. I had a gas station pepperoni pizza. Oh, my <laughs> I God. Wasn't, I wasn't awake to hand him his shake and coffee. <laughs> Food, sustenance, and caffeine was not placed into my hand this morning. Instead of having like his healthy greens shake or whatever, he's like gas station pepperoni pizza. He's like, she didn't wake up. Joke's on you, Stace. If I wasn't for her, I would just spiral. Complete spiral. (laughs) Let it go. All right, Matt. I had uh, Mocha Master Supreme 3000 coffee. Yeah. Very good. That is a well-balanced breakfast, and it brings us to our last question. Are Reload Rubs the greatest seasonings of all time? Daisy? Should you not be afraid of corpses in bodies of water? You you shouldn't. You shouldn't be. Should should you not? Should you? 
Should you not uh, not? Should, should, should you not not? Uh, should you not oh. not? Yeah. Next. Uh, does, does yes, too, they are. Does too much warm milk give a cat the shits? Does it? Does it? It does, yeah. And why do you know that information? Because I used to have cats. You, they give, give some diarrhea. And why are you bringing it up right now? Like, do you because give them the like recently? Gallons the of milk at a time? Like, I don't know, Matt. I didn't have anything, and that popped in my head, so I said it. Your your answer just <laughs> brings more stuff. questions. Yeah. <laughs> Matt? Yes, of course. Oh, my God. Thank God we're done with that. Joel, you <laughs> take it away. All right, guys, it's time. It's time for that segment you've been waiting for. We recommend things that you all we think are cool and badass. And with that being said, let's roll straight into recommendations. Recommendations. Yeah, baby. It gets better and better. Each week. It's like you're getting some queen stuff in yeah. there now. <laughs> Uh, like okay, it. so let's do this thing right. Let's go Jeremy first, Stacy second. I'll go me third. We'll save Matt Bo last. That's last. All right, Jeremy, what you got for us this week? Um, I like to uh, binge watch TV shows. Um, not actually watch them, but just have them on in the background while I'm doing stuff. And recently, it's been uh, Supernatural on Netflix. Uh, 15 seasons, plenty to watch. Creature of the Week, very easy. Uh, and they have uh, some great songs in there. So I would like to recommend a song this week. Oh, wow. shit. Okay, let's go. All right, here we go. from the long arm of the law. Lawman is putting into my running, and I'm so far from my home. Oh, mama, I can hear you a-crying, you're so scared and all alone. Hangman is coming down from the gallows and I don't have very long. Oh, All right, dude, that's enough of I that. love that song, dude. That brings me back. That brings me back. Renegade by the Bandsticks. Um, that is just a a straight up hitter. I think it was uh, it was like the closing song of like a season finale on uh, one of the Supernatural seasons, and I was just mm. like, holy shit, I gotta write that down. Let's go. Um, they don't, they don't make music one. like that anymore. No, you know it's a mean? ballad. It's a rock song. I mean, it's it's all over the place. It's fantastic. Yes, and Jeremy, I have to go. I haven't had a, a rabbit hole this entire show, and I'm going on it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what is up with your <laughs> supernatural ability to do shit and watch a show and still keep up? I have to. If, if I'm watching a new series, I have to. His be, mouth is wide open and he's drooling and he's not moving. <laughs> oh no, God! Like, like I have to focus. I have to. I rewind. I want to hear everything because I want to be a part of the show. If I'm not doing three or four things at once, like I'm just bored out of my mind. I'll have like a TV Sounds show like on. Really. I'll have a TV show on. I'll be like on Instagram. I'll be like editing a post on my computer, and like my kids will be jumping on me, playing with me at the same time. And like that's like the normal like go to. Su- it's a superpower. I can't do it. it like, it's yeah. a superpower. Like, I can't eat a meal without like 
being on some device doing something because I'm just like bored out of my mind. Like I'm just, ugh, I can't stand it. Wow, sounds like you need to eat more meals with me because I'm very exciting. Cool story, bro. Moving on, Stacy. What you got this week? All right, so ironically enough, I am bringing a song to uh, Reload Recommends. and Man, my lord, this is going to be jam-packed, guys. So we listened to this song on our way down to Georgia to go meet Ryan, and it came on, of course, Joel and I just rocking out. It's one of my favorite songs. It's one of those ones where you listen to it and you don't hit skip. Never gets old. <coughs> it was, Never hit skip. It came out in 1989. The album... Sorry, Matt. I'm just not as good at not good at this. The, <laughs> the album you, you was no professional. Uh, the real thing by Faith No More, and the song is epic. That's so good. You guys know uh, PacSun, Pacific Sunwear? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I used to shop okay, there. So I, I worked from, I worked at PacSun, worked my way up from seasonal all the way up to assistant manager. Ooh. And one of the things I remember was the music that they played in the store all the time. And that song came on year round in there. I love it. <laughs> it's a great song. You don't get sick yeah. of it. And by the way, I used to go to PacSun to buy my Airwalks. Next. <laughs> uh, that is a straight, that, that's Mercury Cougar and Siggy Snacks right there. Siggy <laughs> mm, Snacks. <laughs> well, I don't have a song this week. Um, what? I don't. I don't I, I'm, not, I'm not bringing one. I'm, not, I'm a lame ass. But I am bringing a new show for y'all. Um, I just got into it. We're almost through season one, and it's called Bloodline. I was a oh, little yeah. step. Have you seen this? Any of you guys watched it? Season it one. Se- crime drama? No, it's it's well. There's some so the guy cr- from Friday involved. Night Lights. Yeah. The, uh, um, I forgot his name, but he uh, he was the coach on Friday Night Lights. It's basically the about TV a, show. a prominent family, their their family's business, which is like a you know a, a, a freaking kind of like a bed and breakfast or yeah, yeah, like a hotel, yeah, a, yeah. A hotel. Thank you. Uh, but they um they've got one estranged brother, and it's it's sheep. and kind of a black sheep of the family, and it's a a bunch of you know, shots into the future, shots into the past. Here's the present, you know, and if you like that kind of stuff, this is the show for you. It's really good. Very, a lot of suspense, drama, like what the hell's going on? What's going to happen next kind of show called Bloodline on Netflix. Check it out. I think, I think there's four or five seasons of it. Um, I've only watched the first season. Um, and if I remember correctly, they were only supposed to have one season and then it did so well that they like made more. Yeah. Um, so I never watched any more of them because it was there, there was like a break, and like you finished the first season. No, no, not yet. Okay, okay, you'll get there and stuff. But like it ends really good, and I was like, I don't want to watch anymore because it'll ruin it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, great. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. All right, so that's my recommendation, Mr. Mafar. Bring us home, brother. All right, this week for Matt's music, I have American alternative rock band Blessed Union of Souls from their 1999 album Walking Off the Buzz. This is Hey Leonardo, She Likes Me For Me. She likes me for me, not because I look like Tyson Beckford with the charm of Robert Redford. 
So I was 10 years old when that song came out, and hearing it takes me right back to watching people get slimed on Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah! <laughs> simpler times, simpler times. That's a, that's a great song, and like this playlist just keeps getting better and better. It, it has gotten, the, these past, uh, I would say past two months of recommendations have just been Stellar. I crave yeah. listening to it. I, I literally, literally crave listening. The fight songs. I was listening to the fight songs today. I, I'm upset. I, I can't tell you how much I love Kickstart My Heart. But then, what was the what was the name of the one uh, that you were yours? My, Wolf Mother. Wolf Mother. Uh, th- that is one of the most epic intros to a song ever. I listened mm-hmm. to it. I only listened to the intro part, and then I had to get out of the car. But. <laughs> Well, the intro is like 10 minutes long. They jazz me, they jazz me up. It's a hype yeah. stuff for a job. He's like going to work. He's like, all right, here we go. That's it. That's it. Well, that's it for Reload Recommend, guys. Hope you all uh, do this shit. Listen to it and watch it and all that jazz. But before we leave the show, our producer, Matt, we love him so much. He's got a little something that he wants to tell all you guys that are listening. Yeah, so like my heart's actually kind of fluttering a little bit right now. <laughs> did you did you take your beta blocker <laughs> to tell you guys I am going to start a podcast with Ryan Lane? You son of a bitch! <laughs> he hired you. He hired you because he wanted to complete yep, the set. Yep, exactly. He sold me out. I wasn't expecting to say he was hiring Matt's earlier. No, but for real. Um, so I am going to be stepping away from the podcast, um, and it's difficult to say. You know. The past two years have been incredible. The relationships, um, all the messages that we get, you know, from the listeners, uh, the relationships that we've made with different companies, and all the all the knowledge that we've been able to share, the yeah. camaraderie that we've had as a group. I'm I'm gonna miss that so much. But the reality is, you know, it's it's really twofold. And I've had this conversation with you guys, so this is obviously just telling the listeners at this part, but at this point, but. One is I've never really been somebody who's comfortable being in the public at all, like being in front of camera, being a voice on this show, and the show has continued to grow, which I'm so thankful for. Like I said, I'll cherish this time and these experiences that we've had. But as the show grows, my level of discomfort (laughs) with being a voice in front of so many people has continued to to, you know become more and more uncomfortable. Uh, The the second part of that is the my the landscape of my free time has changed considerably now from when we started this thing and we've been pretty open about you know the show's heavily edited uh it's a labor of love truly because it it takes many many hours and and rounds of edits to get the show to a point where we feel good enough to put it in front of our listeners right so yeah and that's one of the things that sets us apart is is our show is highly produced it's it's highly edited and uh ultimately that's just it's a commitment that i can't continue to keep um and and that's what it boils down to so the time commitment is tough and then and then just the show continuing to grow and and the public eye thing. So what you got, Joel? Well, man, look, we love you so much, and we all of us just want the best for you. You will be sorely missed by all of our listeners. I know it. Um, and we're but gonna. You keep- won't be missed by us because we'll still be seeing you and that, hanging out. That's right. <laughs> so that's the thing, and I still do. You know, 
Stacy, when you eventually start sourdough, I'm coming back on for the sourdough episode. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so that's that what can I, be the character. You have to come back sooner than that. Well, that's what I would. That, yeah, that'd be like five <laughs> yeah. years from now, bro. See you in a decade. Yeah. And I even said, like, at the beginning of the show, I just got into espresso. I'm super excited to, like, dive into coffee even further. So don't be surprised to hear me come back uh, periodically. But as a regular voice on the show, I think my time is done. Well, and dude, you have taken this show, your production value that you brought, brought this show. And if you go back and listen to the archive, folks, if you get down below episode, I don't, I don't know, I think 16 to 15, you'll see a gi- giant jump in, <laughs> in, in editing quality. Uh, once Great we, stories, for once sure. Once we but... hooked up with these guys. And um, you, you definitely, you've, you push this show over the edge and we are definitely set apart from all other podcasts. And like I like you just said, this, this is not the last of Mr. Matt Farr. He will be back. Um, he may not be. In fact, s- I'll be back for the next couple of weeks. I'm not, this yes. is not an immediate exit. There's yeah. no drama or anything like that. And so I'll be here. I if have, not more know, love. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so, we're going to work around. We're going to, uh, we got wait, what two more episodes after this guy. This is his mm-hmm. two week notice. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks. <laughs> so the, the next two episodes, like he's not going to give a damn. Uh, he's going to be all over the place. Erratic. So Matt's going to be shit based drunk on the next two episodes. <laughs> all during this episode. Yeah. And yeah, and I just want to say you have bettered me. You have made me better at this. You know, I, You've made us step out of our comfort zones and, mm-hmm. you know, you've you've made us strive for more where mm-hmm. we were all just kind of comfortable with just writing. And you said, we can be better. We can do better. Let's are. do this. Let's we do that. And we are who we are now. And we are a successful podcast because of you pushing us along the way. So thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to see, you know, I've, I've had conversations with all of you guys offline too. I don't know what the future is for the show and the fourth spot, you know, more to come on that, obviously. Right. But I'm excited to see where you guys head. Uh, That's the thing that I'm most excited about. I'm going to continue to listen. I'm going to continue to be engaged. I'm still going to be in the winners (laughs) group chat. That's right. We're still going to be cooking out. How awesome of a job that you're doing. To the moon. Yeah. (laughs) To the moon. (laughs) We're coming for you, Joe Rogan. You, no, you son um, of a bitch. Yeah. We're signing no, that yeah. Spotify deal next week. <laughs> We're right. still going to be cooking out. We're still going to be getting together. And then on those unique um, episodes, you know, hopefully Matt will join here from um, occasionally, um, especially Espresso, Coffee 102, and Sourdough. This is not the last <laughs> of Myth of Matt Farr. He will be back, and we will have him, uh, we will have him being a contributor on the show for sure. Yep. So, so, so I want to raise our glasses real quick. Little. Wait, does he have something to say? I, I don't. And actually, my glass is empty, unfortunately. We're at the end of the show. I you still have some water. Yeah. This is my second pour. Well, I sc- screw <laughs> I you all day. I'm going to salute. Well, okay, well, you know what? Y'all are luscious. Hey, salute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Salami. Cheers, my empty glass. <laughs> cool. So we'll see you next week. All right, guys. So, but before y'all leave, hit that subscribe button. Do it. Do it right now. That way you can listen to that for the podcast anytime, anywhere. We thank y'all for listening to the show. We love y'all. We'll see you next time. See you next Tuesday. This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. 
No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today. We all know Ryan is a super fan, okay? <laughs> I actually, the reason why we're probably having this call is because I am a super fan. I'll stop it, Ryan. So, yeah, you know. stop it right there, Ryan. I was, uh, I was just re-listening for the fourth time to the last podcast. You know, the that, fourth so. time. Oh goodness, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it was the first, but still. Ryan, do you have a drink? So you guys are going to hate me, and I probably won't get invited back. But I'm like sipping on Duncan's finest. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> it is not one of the, like the fresh, fresh pours. So, <laughs> would it be worse if I said I reused the cup from this morning? <laughs> that makes it better. I, I, yeah, I didn't, but you know. Ryan, it, feel, it feels like you've always been here. I know. <laughs> I'm telling you, like I feel so lonely. Like I'm just sitting. I'm <laughs> I'm sitting here in this big old house by myself, and my dog.